Mishnah Yomi continues, beginning the third chapter in Eruvin, Mishnah Aleph. Bekol me'arvin u'mishtatvin. With anything, meaning any food, we can make an Eruv and a Shituf. First of all, Arvin here, the Eruv, is an Eruv Tehumin, the Eruv of the boundary. As we know, there's a limited amount of space we can walk up to on Shabbos, as we talked about in Masechet Shabbat. And if you want to extend that ability to travel, to walk in a certain direction, you could place some of your food, uh, for example, towards the west, and then you'd have 2,000 amot to the west uh, past that food. So, so we're talking about that kind of food, because it was an air of chatzerot, where you're joining together chatzerot, they, they use bread for that, according to the Gemara. So here, Marvin is Erev Tehumin, Mishtatfin, we talked about in the first Mishnah, it's a shituf, a partnership of Mavuot, where they're joining together that they can all carry in the alley by sharing food. So any food works, chutz minamayim uminamelach, but not water and not salt, those are not really food. Now the Gemara in 27, Daf 27, adds mushrooms and truffles and fungus. Kamei and Pitriol, so that these things don't really nourish they're not uh, eruvable. The mission continues, hakol nikach bekesev meiser. Similarly, uh, a little bit of review from our meiser sheni days, anything can be purchased with meiser sheni money, hutz melach, but not water and not salt. The Bartner here actually adds it has to be pre mipri, uh, you know, something that is growing uh, and propagating, and also gidule karka, something that grows out of the ground, originates from the ground, animals do count. So we talked about buying meat and wine back in Meister Shani. It was less than a year ago. It's a little Chazara. Uh, and conti- the mission continues. Hanodur minamazon. Someone takes a neder against mazon, nourishment. Mutter b'may melach. He can still have water and salt. So the Barnard points out, he, says, he said, made a neder, kol hazon alai konam. He makes a neder against anything that is zon. Because mazon, the word mazon, is like mezainos, is like the five species of grain. So mazon means mezainos, so here the letter was kol hazon, anything that nourishes, so water and salt are not included. Now the Mishnah uh, adds another detail of making this eruv, me'arvin lenazir b'yayin. You can make an eruv, eruv tachumin, again, for a nazir, someone who has to abstain from wine, using a barrel of wine. Surprising. Even though he can't drink it, he could share it with other people. Bernard adds he could he could have a he could ask a uh, annulment on his vow of Nazir. It's also Yisrael with Truma and a a regular Yisrael with Truma that only Kohanim could eat because again Kohanim could take part taking this food. Sumchus says if he's Yisrael, you have to use Chulin, regular non sacred produce to make his eruv. But Kohen be Beta Pras for Kohen you could leave his eruv to Chumin in a Beta Pras now Beta Pras is a field with a piece. There's a piece of bone in here somewhere. There used to be a kever, uh, a, a grave, and they didn't know that, and they went ahead and plowed the field. So now we're worried there might be fragments of bone in this field, and if the Kohen touches that, he becomes Tame, and that's also the Raisa. He's not allowed to become Tame. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, a field Even in a graveyard itself, you could put food for a Kohen. The Kohen can't go into the graveyard, but you could put his Erev Tachum food into the graveyard, then he can walk 2,000 Amot past it on Shabbat. Rabbi Yehuda adds that technically, he could go in with a chutz, with a chatzitza, with a partition, like go in inside a box or a carriage with a floor, and there's a chatzitza between him and the air space of the graveyard, and then technically he could still eat his Erev.
the Kahatia adds an interesting point that even for Yisrael, it's forbidden to benefit from a graveyard. Kever is Asr Behana. So he says that because, according to Yehuda, it's allowed, even for Yisrael, to put his Erev Tuchum in there because an Erev Tuchum can only be made for a mitzvah. Like you need to go to the Drusha or the Daf Yomi or a Sauda. So that's why you need to extend the Tuchum and the mitzvah is allowed. mitzvah is not technically an enjoyment, so it would be allowed even for Yisrael to put his food in the cemetery. Onto Mishnah Beit. And the main concept of Mishnah Beit is that food that no one can eat is not going to be a valid Eruv. So Ma'arvin B'Demai. We can use Demai. We had Omasechet about Demai. It is a produce from an Ama Aretz where we're not sure he took all the tithes. Truma Gedola he took, but did he take Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani, Shumas Meiser? Not sure. So we have to tithe it out of Suffolk. We can't eat it. But if someone we've seen is a soldier on a mission or the, the military, or he's very poor, then we don't require them to separate tithes before eating demai, so they could eat it. So you could use it for an Erev. Maiserishon, it lechumato. Maiserishon, where they took the trumas maiser off the Maiserishon, even if they didn't take, even if they took that before the trumagadola, because Levim could eat that. Maiserishenivhek, the shenifdu, the second tithe, which is taken to, to Jerusalem to eat there, as we just mentioned, that you can't buy water and salt with that. Or hekdesh, karbanos, uh, animals that were going to be sacrifices that were redeemed. And this is even when they're redeemed by their owner, and the owner hasn't paid the chomesh, the additional one-fifth that he's supposed to pay, but he paid back the principal, so it's good to go. It can be eaten. The kohanim b'chola v'truma. Kohanim can use chala and truma. Aval lo b'tevel, but no one can use tevel. Tevel is produce where you have not taken the truma, you have not taken the tithes. Tevel is a mixture. Where they, the Levi has got his Maiserishon, but he still has not taken his Trumat Maiser, his 10% of that. So Lamaisa, he still can't eat it until he takes his Trumat Maiser. And not Maiser Sheni, that's outside of Jerusalem, or Hekdesh, uh, Karbanos that have not been redeemed, they are not edible. Hasholeach Eruvo, and now another topic related, someone who sends his Eruv. So he wants, again, he wants to go 2,000 amot to the west to go to a special uh, Dafyomi convention on Shabbos. So he sends his Eruv with someone else. What if it's biyad, cherish, shotevikotan? If it's in the hands of someone who is, cherish is both deaf and mute, so he's not considered to understand human language and have that intellectual development. Uh, shote is someone who is mentally deranged or insane, lacking in dat, the katan. A katan might be perfectly normal and intellectual, but he's not considered a bar dat and a bar mitzvah for this purpose. Obiyad Eruv. He sends it with someone who doesn't agree to the Eruv. For example, the Kutim, the famous Kuthians or Samaritans, who accepted the Torah Shabbat but not the Torah Shabbat And Eruv is obviously Torah Shabbat a innovation of Shlomo HaMelech and the later sages added on. So he doesn't agree to it. So for him to put your Erev Tuchum down 2,000 Amo to the west doesn't help you because he's just throwing some food down there. He's not actually establishing any Erev in any way. So that Eno Erev, says the Mishnah. Ve'im amar la'acher, but if you told somebody else, somebody else who's a gadol, who's a grown-up, who's a bardat, who's not a kuti, who's a normal God-fearing Jew who uses an Erev and accepts the concept of Erev, and l'kablo to accept the food from one of these Erev-impaired individuals, hareze Erev, that is a valid Erev. So you could send your katan 
child, your daughter who's 10 years old, to deliver your barrel of wine to someone who's a gadol and a bardat and a, a normal Jew, you know, 2,000 amot to the west, so you can go to the convention on Shabbos. Shkoyach Shabbat Shalom.